Christians have hoped for a long time for a new leadership to emerge in this world. Just like me, you sense that this time is near. I thank God for providing us with the means to spread this message. I have always said that well-used technology is a blessing, and we are using it for a purpose that comes from the heart of the Father. I am convinced, absolutely convinced, that this is the time. The world has entered a new phase, and it is evident that a different leadership is essential. We have witnessed events in 2020 that are shocking to all humanity, things that have not been seen before, but we know God allows these situations to test the leadership of his children. And what became evident is that the leadership from the world has failed. It is a leadership that has not been effective because it is not giving people the right answers. It is not delivering what people need. And that is why we see fear, anger, anarchy, frustration, and violence among the people who are not following their leaders. God is clearly showing us in this time that a new standard of leaders is required. We need a new leadership to emerge, and that is the leadership that must come out from our essence, a leadership that comes from the core of our being. And that is why we speak of spiritual leadership. We're talking about a leadership that must emerge from within. So that is the purpose of this school and what we are going to be teaching. And I know you are listening because God himself has prepared your heart to listen, to allow you to turn your ear and be attentive to this teaching. My name is Carlos Quintero. I belong to Lessons and Truth Ministries, headquartered in the city of Cali, Colombia, South America. My wife, Luz, and I were sent to the United States to teach, to plant, and to show the gospel of the kingdom. We come with a specific mission, and that is to unveil the children of God. This is a process that has been evolving, and now we have this opportunity to publish these podcasts, taking an important step to teach, so that we will begin to find the children of God in every corner of the world. To further illuminate the purpose of this teaching, let me remind you of a spiritual truth that shines from a passage in the scripture. In the book of Proverbs, the Lord says, He who keeps instruction is in the way of life, but he who refuses correction goes astray. And with a conscience created by that adage, I implore you to listen to this message, to listen to this teaching, which is a precise and important instruction. This is the reason From the beginning, when we felt we had to start spreading this message, that we talked about a school, just like when we attended school in our childhood. In our youth, we went to school to learn. Many people do not make progress in their spiritual lives simply because they do not want to be taught. So I invite you to listen to this message with this conscience, that when we want to learn, we learn when we are instructed. Therefore, Keep this teaching. Do not throw away this instruction. This time is a crucial time. Crucial, I am convinced. God does not need crowds of people. God does not need stadiums and arenas to burst. God does not need a massive group of people to shake the earth. With just a few, those who believe and obey, He will do what He needs to do and accomplish what he proposed in his own heart. 
with those who listen to this message, with those who receive this teaching in their hearts, God will bring a storm of great proportion. This is my resolute belief. So the first thing we need to understand is the reason that spiritual leadership is important. That is why we give it this connotation of spiritual. Many people get confused between the notions of spiritual and religious. Indeed, they consider themselves spiritual when they are actually being religious. And that is a very important clarification we need to address. The spiritual and the religious are totally opposite. There is no meaningful relationship between spiritual and religious. At most, if we wanted to find any relationship, we could say that religious people pretend to be spiritual. Now, this should be clear. We are going to start a non-religious spiritual process. Many books offer a guide to a spiritual journey when they are providing a religious path instead. Within religion predominates tradition, customs, dogmas, precepts, everything that leads us to do things in a routine mechanical way and most relevant by my own effort. Often we say, I get up religiously at the same time every morning at six. And that gives an example of what is religious, what I usually do. But God is not religion. A godly life does not translate into religion and it's not lived by religion. It must be lived spiritually because that is our essence, that our being is spiritual because we all come from God and God is spirit. When we talk about spirituality, we immediately refer to our origin, our essence. So we need to go back to that origin, to that essence, so we can understand what leadership is. We cannot approach leadership from the religious, nor can we approach leadership from the natural. Leadership courses, books, and seminars have existed for decades. But when the leadership that results is put under test, it fails for some reason or unforeseen situations, especially when it comes to facing uncertainty. Traditional leadership fails. And right now, Where are our hopes being placed? Is our hope relying on our rulers? Is our hope relying on big tech companies? Should we put our hopes on those movements that seek social or racial equality? On what do we hope when we realize that the leadership we have seen so far has failed? God is showing us right now that leadership is going to change hands and it will go into those hands in which God said it will go. The word of God is extremely clear when it says that leadership belongs to the church and not to anyone else. And many people will say, no, why is the church going to lead? Those religious men and women do nothing but read the Bible immersed in their own beliefs without understanding what's going on in the world. Are those religious people going to lead us? And if it is the church that shall lead, what church are we talking about? There are so many churches, Baptists, Pentecostals, Catholics, you name them. The clarification 
comes from the point I made at the beginning. The religious church is not the one that will lead, but the one that is going to lead is the spiritual church. And that is why we are unveiling spiritual leaders and those leaders are beginning to emerge. The world is crying out for leaders who have the spirit, not the leaders who have religion. And this is going to be a radical change. It's going to be a transformative change and the world is going to start to know us as the spiritual leaders. Therefore, it is pivotal, it is extremely important that we understand with regard to spiritual leadership what is happening, why it is happening, and what we are to do because of it. I am fully convinced, as I know that many will start by listening to this podcast, that the time of the spiritual church has already arrived. The time of the spiritual church is now, and those spiritual men and women who begin to be known will be known by the Spirit, by the Spirit of God in them. So that is the reason I start saying this, because many people, when they are told about spiritual leadership, they imagine a religious preacher. But this is not a religious preaching. This is a teaching in the Spirit, and with that consciousness, we address it. And as I said, clearly what we need is to start understanding ourselves. It's curious that people buy, let's say, a new device, and the first thing they do is to understand how it works so they can get the maximum performance out of it. So when they buy a new smartphone or new wireless headphones or a new smart TV, they want to see what those devices are capable of. But interestingly, when we talk about their leadership, they want to start leading without knowing themselves. And here we start to disregard from the beginning the first vital step for leadership, and that is, why am I here for? What did I come for? What am I good at? And unfortunately, many leadership courses and leadership books try to address this issue starting from a big mistake. They start working from our souls. That is why all those books, programs, seminars are destined to failure. The vast majority of leadership courses say, you came to this world for big things. You came to fulfill a big purpose. You came to lead people, to guide, to create impact and so on. But we don't know exactly what that person came for. Why? Because he or she doesn't know who he or she is. That's the first mistake. Then, Leadership must begin by understanding how we were created. If we come from a creator, we have to go back to him to understand how we were created. Exactly the same with the example that I gave a moment ago. If I buy a new smartphone and I, go, I want to know how it works, why it has three cameras instead of just one, I need to know what I am capable of. I need to understand myself first. And when I begin to understand myself, when I begin to know who I really am, I begin to uncover my identity. I begin to understand exactly what I came to this world for and why. Not all of us are called for the same thing. 
traditional leadership and many leadership coaches unfortunately treat people as if we were all cut from the same cloth, as we say. They put people on the same basis and they want to take them to the same place, assuming they have to lead like others. And that's a big mistake because this assumption is not true. Instead, the first thing we have to do, the absolute starting point is to uncover our identity. The starting point for a successful leadership program is to get to know us, is to unveil our true identity. And that is exactly what we are going to start doing today. Let us unveil our identity. Let us understand why we are in order to understand both how we can lead and who are we called to lead. Traditional leadership ignores our identity. Traditional leadership starts from the basis that every single person will succeed and will achieve our goals and wealth and so forth. This is simply aspirational leadership. Leadership programs always tell you, you decide how far you go. Heaven is your limit. Whatever you set your mind on, you will achieve it and well. They have these euphoric meetings encouraging people to do things and most likely people won't reach their goals. They'll see that things aren't as easy as they were told there in that nice room and in a fancy hotel and people start to get frustrated. People go into a depression. People can't find the answers they were really looking for because they were sold a false idea. Being already here in America, my wife and I met a person who attended one of these leadership seminars and paid $15,000 to attend an event during a weekend. And the core activity to be achieved by participants was to develop inner strength by walking on fire. So this person attended the seminar and tries to participate in the event, but she's frustrated during the activity and then locks herself up in her apartment for a week in total depression. So what kind of leaders are they promoting? What kind of leaders are they pretending to deliver to the world? What kind of leaders are going to be formed with that approach? Well, the same ineffective leaders that we always have who cannot lead others in the right way. That is the leadership that is known for its mistakes and this is the time when true leadership begins to emerge. Leadership in the spirit, the authentic and legitimate leadership, that is the leadership that comes from the heart of God. Now we abandon that idea of who we want to become. We abandon that idea of who I intend to be tomorrow. Let us better understand how my creator made me. What skills did he put in me? Which are the gifts that he gave me so that I could come into this world to do what he determined I should do? I cannot ask a chair to perform the functions of a cell phone because they were made for different purposes. So I should not pretend that I came into this world to do something I wasn't called for, for which I was not created. We're going to understand why we are here and how we were created so we can find true leadership and not get tangled up in that fake aspirational leadership, the leadership of who I want to be that leads to error and frustration and depression. 
This is an introduction to understand spiritual leadership and will be followed by three teachings. Three teachings that explain three things that I believe God is expecting us to do to take the church to a new level. As you believe and treasure these words, God will make us understand the path he determined for you to become a spiritual leader.